Hey, good evening, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry once again with one of my favorites, one of the, the girl power that just makes me laugh all the time. She's just a stud. Questionable about her, her team, but we'll get through that. As Dodger fans, we would wish that she was more West Coast, but Sarah, welcome back. Oh, it is so good to be back in the clubhouse. How are we feeling? How are we doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. I'm sure you've got something to say about that whole Mets-Dodgers comment, but I'm sure you'll you'll poke at me at some point. You know point. what? I am being polite. It is almost Friday. I have <laughs> Keith Hernandez night coming up on Saturday. I'm in a great mood. There that is go. not going to bring me down. It, listen, it's not going to bring you down. But keep in mind, top fans, this is the same girl that said she got popcorn dumped on her by a mascot, and she just turned around and ate it. It was okay. She didn't care. She just gave it right back to him. Oh, yeah. No, you got to have thick skin in this sports world. Come on now. Right. You never waste good food, right? Oh, you never waste food. That is a cardinal sin. So, Sarah, so this is our, our mid-season report card. Can you believe so, it? Can you believe we're in the mid-season? Can you believe this? No. It's crazy. What's good? Weren't we just like in spring training arguing about whether or not we were going to have a season? That I was just thinking about that, too, because I remember when we were going like week to week thinking like, what are we looking forward to this season? The running joke was a season. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, not having a non-season, right? Not playing 30 games, like something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've been, so top fans, I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram, but Sarah has done several lives with me um, from uh, City Field. She's awesome. She goes to the game and then she just jumps on a live with me. Um, but Sarah, tell me about some of the highs and lows for the Mets so far mid-season. So I think the one thing with the Mets, and this is going to sound like a weird synopsis, but if the Mets don't have a good first two innings, the game's gone. That's it. They cannot seem to bring it back. They get frustrated. They get in their own head. I don't know if it's because maybe they're also tight-knit that they just get in their own heads a little bit too much about the game. But I've now seen it several times where they just can't seem to come back. There's been like one comeback game and I've been relying on that when I tell people, oh no, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. You remember what happens. We, we, we got this. We can score nine runs in the ninth inning. It's totally fine. The reality is no, you can't for every game. And I would say that's the one thing that it sounds like a weird analysis, but yet it holds true. Every game I've seen that we lose is because we had a really bad first two innings. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the table setter, right? Yeah. And, and if you're down three runs, you know, going into the third inning, you kind of play the game as a player different. Absolutely. And I think even as fans, everyone says, oh, who cares if the first couple innings don't they're paying attention? Wrong. I would rather see the first two innings and then the eighth and ninth inning. The middle, I don't, I, you might, you can miss. Something is going to happen, but you don't want to miss the beginning of a baseball game. And I hate people that say it's not important. Because that sets the tone for everything. You can literally see it in the players' faces. I love watching that. I want to see what kind of mood we're in. You know, it's funny when when fans say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You got nine innings or whatever. Those are the same fans that say, you know, game 47, 52, 97 mm -hmm. don't matter because there's 162 games. Absolutely. How many teams have missed playoffs because of one game? Listen, there's only one sport where the la it's only the last two minutes that matter. And we all know that's basketball. And to be honest, is the NBA even a pro league anymore? That, well, exactly. It's a political <laughs> league. <laughs> it's a, we, we know how everybody feels politically just by watching an NBA game. Um, 
cool. Did we just so, get canceled? <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I have to tell you, you're going to be very happy with me. I have mm. been doing a lot of all-star voting and I've been voting for your boyfriend a lot. You know, my polar bear and I, we're, you know, we're, we're real tight. I, and I was watching the game the other night and him and Mad Max almost collided. And Pete just looked at him like, bro, I guess it's your first game back, but what are you doing? I saw the same thing. And I thought to myself, this kid is going to run you over, Mad Bum. Like, you know, like, this, this, so you don't try, you, this isn't a shot. This isn't a, a fair fight. This is, no, no, no. It, it was, was awesome. hilarious. So it was. Funny. It was. I saw that and I thought of you. I'm like, oh my. I, you know, the only thing that I asked Pete to do is maybe wear a jersey that fits. Some nights he comes out and he wears a jersey that that looks like it's two sizes too small. I think he does it because you call him and say you're going to be at the game or something. I mean, listen, you know, he works hard on the bod. He works hard for that. You got to let him show it off. <laughs> you and Kathy. Oh, this hurts. Oh, this hurts. So, um, okay. So we're, we're, as crazy as this is, we're mid-season. Um, mm-hmm. And in July, uh, you guys don't have a lot of games with the Braves and Phillies. And believe right. it or not, the Marlins are actually good. And you guys are playing them tonight. Is yeah. there any concern that you guys, that you won't win the division? I mean, you're up three and a half on, on Atlanta right now. Any concerns that you won't win the division? My biggest concern is injury with the Mets. It always is. It, this is the time of year where there's usually a shift. Um, I'm very happy to hear that DeGrom's going to be pitching on Friday down South and hopefully making his way back sooner than later. We could use that. Um, I'm not saying our pitchers aren't doing the job right now, but uh, I mean, come on, he's Jacob DeGrom. We need him back. Yeah. Speaking of side notes and people uh, pitching in other leagues, getting themselves ready. Did you see uh, Chris Sell loses uh, marbles yesterday? Yeah. And you know, like I'm, 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 I understand. I'm fine. It's whatever. Right. But like, is, is it the forefront of my mind? No, not really. Not so much. I don't really care. I just kept thinking, dude, they're doing him dirty by filming it, right? I mean, the staff you know, is doing him dirty by filming it. That's what they do, though. It's actually a game, and because they know the fans want to make fun of it, they know the fans want. They want to get a reaction, right? And that's where does the media affect the game? A thousand percent. The social media affect the game? A thousand percent. And you can't tell me it doesn't. Nope. Nope. It doesn't. I agree with you. I agree with you. It, when I saw it yesterday, I saw a picture just having emotion, but I also, you know, when I, years ago when I played, there was no social media. So, and not everybody had a camera in their pocket in the cell phone. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to do something, like let emotion out make sure there's no cameras for but the fact that the the triple a team actually filmed him doing it it was almost like they were filming him going all right now you owe us 50 bucks for that you owe us 200 for this and it, it just was funny but i'm i'm excited to see degrom come back mad max looked good in his his no he, lo- he did look really good um you know he's one of those players that just comes back like nothing had ever happened it's kind of remarkable I also think, though, it's a testament to the strength and conditioning coaches that the Mets have and not rushing the players and really making sure that they're 100% ready to go. But, you know, going back to the whole showing the emotion and players not supposed to having any emotion, like, what are we talking about here? 
they're athletes. They're also human beings. They're not robots. For some reason, showing emotion in baseball is always like, you should never do it. Don't do that. Are you kidding? Have you seen any other sporting event on the planet? I mean, in football, like, like, are, are we joking? That's you we can't see what their mouths are saying but we know what they're saying to each other we've all seen a hockey game and then there's soccer where they're purposely falling down i mean give me a break let the players have some emotion that's and you know what you want to make people like baseball again good let's have some more fights on the field i'd love it yeah yeah it's you know i was uh I was okay with the emotion. I wasn't okay with them filming it. Like if mm-hmm. somebody wants to film it with their cell phone because he did it in public, fine. But having your own group film it. Yeah. No, you have to protect the team. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if maybe it's because of the AAA team, they just don't understand how that looks. Um, right. I mean, I don't mean this in a negative way, but AAA team, AAA staff. True. You know, Mad Max. Um, yeah. Did you hear what he did when he was down in Triple A? In what sense? So I guess there was some tradition or something like that when they win, some player buys another player dinner or some crazy thing, and Mad Max bought the entire. Team. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of guy he is. But that's that's the Mets though. They're all so close knit, and they really actually genuinely care about each other, and they. I mean, the Mets players have been together for a really long time at this point. There really hasn't been many changes in the last few years. So naturally, you're going to build that brotherhood. And when they're all down there during spring training, it doesn't matter how seasoned you are versus how much of a rookie you are. They're all they're treated like equals. I mean, let's look at the last couple of guys over the year, some of these superstars. They're young. Yeah. So there's there's no hierarchy. Everyone's everyone's an equal playing field. Well, I would you know I love it when I see players do stuff like that. I love it when I see and I hear guys that don't look at it as like oh this is a rehab assignment. I'm down here. I got to deal with these mm-hmm. guys for ten days and then I'm back up for the show. You know, Mad Max realized that hey, some of these guys are going to be my teammates. Yeah. Some of these guys may end up being better than me at some point. So I need to play it safe, right? And I love it. I, I love that stuff. That to me, that's awesome. That's everything you want in a in a superstar plus, right? It shows. It, he it reminds me a lot of honestly, like David Wright. Mm-hmm. He just didn't care, and the fans loved him for it. I mean, he he was our captain. He's mentally still our captain, no matter what anyone says. And <laughs> I think it's players like. Piazza like Wright over the years within the Mets that have kind of set the groundwork for this legacy of we are all Mets. We are all amazing Mets and we stick together no matter how long we've been in the system. How this thing plays out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this. I, I love the camaraderie that you guys have. Like you guys look every game that I can see, which Usually the MLB network will show a game. I mean, I've seen probably eight or so of your games. Yeah. Right? Um, and you guys, the difference between a team that's winning and losing is one word, F-U-N, fun. Mm-hmm. And these boys are out there having fun. Lindor's out there with his 
different color hair, just having fun and hitting the ball everywhere. Right. And you got your boyfriend, uh, you know, over there, that's, that's doing his duty. Right. And so it's just, you guys look like you're having fun out there. That's why you're winning by the way. Absolutely. And if every other team, you know, took note of that, it's not baseball, the team sport. You yeah. can't have, super, you can't have one superstar. Yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. This is going to be the toughest question I'm going to ask you. All right, but here we go. I'm going to ask it to you and then I'm going to ask you to defend your answer. Okay. Yeah. What did I just ask? Oh no, this is not going to be good. Sorry for you top fans listening. I just poked Sarah's bear here for a second. <laughs> um, give me a grade on the Mets first half of the season and defend your grade. All right. I'm going to go with a B plus. Okay. I cannot give them an A because our losses have been silly and against teams that we should have easily beaten. Okay. I'm giving them a little bit higher than a B because we've had some really high scoring games and that's amazing. Okay. And with that, I give you my B plus. Okay. <laughs> I listen, I, you know, the Mets are the second best team in the national league um, by far. Uh, you know, they're, they're, I think a game and a half behind the Dodgers, um, which isn't a big deal. Game and a half is nothing. Um, and so I'm not walking around going, Hey, we're the best team in the national league. If we were 10 games better than you guys, I might say that. But, right. Um, you guys, you guys play well. You have a very tough division, the national league East. The Braves had a 14 game winning streak. The Phillies keep doing stuff. The, the Miami Marlins are, are doing things um, that are awesome. And so you guys it's, it's well. really hard to compete. It's, yeah, it is. It's way more competitive than I think anyone really expected for this season. Yeah. Well, that kind of makes it fun. I mean, I was, I was at that place, you know, they call it Philly or filthy. Um, <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah. We, we were there last week. Um, they lost by the way. Hate when that happens. <laughs> and, you know, no matter whenever I go to a visiting team, right. And the Mets aren't playing. I'm not disrespectful. I'm not going to just wear my Mets gear. Like I'm not just trying, I'm not trying to start something. Now if the Mets were playing, that's a different conversation. And I'm chit-chatting with this family next to me. They're actually from Toronto. They moved to Philly uh, for the husband's work and they, their daughter plays hockey. So we were 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 just going all in on all sports conversation. And they go, but like, you're a Mets fan. Right. Aren't you physically uncomfortable walking into this building? And I said, oh, a thousand, 10%. If I, like, it, if we both start laughing and I go, the reason is the rivalry is more because of how the Phillies fans feel. Mm-hmm. As a New Yorker, no offense, I don't really think about you. Like, you're not my top priority. Right. right. I have to hate the borough next to me. Not the state, two states away. Um. It's funny because, yes, the Met, exactly. The Mets fans, now if it was a Brave that you were having a conversation with, that's a different story. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's, a, that's a different level of conversation. Exactly, but it's, yeah. No, I totally, uh, I totally get it. And it's funny that you were making friends at the stadium because that's you, right? I mean, listen, I could talk to a brick wall and I'm pretty sure I have and I got the brick wall to talk back. So at this point, I think we're all on the same page. Listen, what you do after 11 o'clock at night, leaving the bar doesn't need to be on a podcast, right? 
I mean, you know, one on. day I'm just going to go live at a sports bar and I'm going to be standing on the bar going, hi, everyone. Say hello. <laughs> oh, God bless America. Let me know when you're going to do that so I can make sure that I'm on so I can see this. Oh, don't uh, worry. I'm going to, it's going to be a top down rivalry live. Are you kidding? I'm getting you fully involved. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. Well, Sarah, thanks for your honesty. Thanks for your grade. Thanks for breaking down the bets. I just love you're a, an awesome fan. And and we'll have you back on. There's actually a podcast I'm going to tell you about offline that I, I want you to jump on. on. But top fans, Sarah wrote an article uh, talking about, do I need to explain the rules to you? If you have not read it yet, please go out and read it. And if you're not following Sarah, follow her on Instagram. Also follow her company. She's She's a chicken charge. And so Paula Quick Fit, she's got a great company, great website. I have some of their products. I have a hoodie. I have a hat. Go follow them too. They do a lot of good. So Sarah, is there anything else that you want to say as we sign off? Well, you know, I think we might have to go live when I'm there on Saturday. So the top fans can see the retirement, the Keith Hernandez number live Let's on do top it. fan Instagram. Why don't we do it? Let's do it. I'm in. Let's do it. I love it. All awesome. right, you and I will text beforehand so we can be in sync. Awesome. Thanks for joining me, Sarah. We'll have you on again. Oh, always. Always a pleasure. Okay.